Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. We sure hope you had a great weekend, but let's get started with a new work week by looking at the latest news. General Motors is playing hardball with the Australian government over Holden. According to Ward's Auto, GM wants an additional $244 million from the government to continue manufacturing in the country. But that's on top of over $250 million the government has already committed to the company. At the same time, the company's trying to cut wages in the country and there's concern that if workers do not accept the cuts, GM will stop manufacturing Holden's in Australia. Very interesting article on China AutoWeb today. As we've reported before, China does not publish actual car sales. All it reports are deliveries of new cars from the factories to the dealerships. But there's always discrepancies in those numbers, which is why every other country in the world reports retail sales, not just deliveries. China AutoWeb says, Automakers can buy the sales numbers at exorbitant prices on the gray market. It says two Chinese agencies that deal with the auto industry would lose their monopoly on that information if it became public. Last year, Nissan announced it's reviving the Datsun brand to sell in emerging markets. Earlier today, the company introduced that first car that it will sell as a Datsun, called the Go. It's a five-door front-wheel drive hatchback powered by a 1.2-liter engine mated to a five-speed manual. The styling was done in Japan, but the rest of the development was done in India to reflect that market's tastes in cars. The Go will be built in India and goes on sale early next year with a price just under $6,700. There have been rumors and reports for a while now that Honda would drop the Ridgeline from its lineup. During 2006, its first full year of sales, the truck hit its peak of just over 50,000 units, but that dropped to only 14,000 units last year. Now, according to Wards, the automaker will stop production of the current model Ridgeline in September of next year and then roll out a new model, but not until the second quarter of 2016. The Ridgeline is built at the company's Alabama plant alongside other Honda and Acura light trucks. Last week we showed you a Corvette Power Wheels that was for your kids. This week it's a real deal, full-size car that your kids will be begging you for. Toyota teamed up with Nickelodeon to produce the first ever SpongeBob-inspired concept vehicle. It's a 2014 Highlander with a full exterior SpongeBob wrap. The headrests are the faces of the most popular characters, and the roof makes it appear as though you're underwater looking up from Bikini Bottom. The concept made its debut over the weekend at the Giants versus Padres baseball game and will continue on a happy driving promotional tour throughout the U.S. A racing car piloted by Grand Prix champion Juan Manuel Fangio, the Mercedes W196R, just sold for a record $29.6 million at an auction at the Goodwood Festival of Speed in England. Fangio was one of the greatest Grand Prix drivers in the history of motorsport. 
he did not win his first championship until he was 40 years old, a time when most Grand Prix drivers have long retired. And then he went on to win five more championships after that. Back when Fangio raced, there were typically only seven or eight Grand Prix a year, compared to 19 races a year today. So he does not have the most wins, but he does have the highest winning percentage of any driver. He's also very special to me because the first interview I ever did in my career was with Fangio, then president of Mercedes-Benz of Argentina. I did the interview in his office in Spanish, and it's still one of the highlights of my career. Hey, coming up next, a highlight of last week's AutoLine After Hours and a preview of the AutoLine Automotive Fantasy Draft. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Art Anderson is the chief engineer of the Fiat 500L. He was our guest on AutoLine After Hours last Thursday, and even though he was in charge of homologating it for the NAFTA region, you'd be surprised how many changes they had to make to that car. Now, now, I got to get this straightened out. You say chief engineer, but you're not really, really the chief engineer, right? I mean, this car was done in Italy, right? Well, it was uh, designed, styled in Italy with, uh, with Fiat. The program came along before uh, Chrysler was in the picture. So the assembly plant went up. It's built in Serbia and uh, styled the car. And then after we got together, uh, there was a big question, do we want to bring the car to NAFTA? And... Um, to do that job, it's been a long time since Fiat directly brought a car into this market. Which means a lot of modifications Massive to do that, changes. I imagine. There's, there's several changes in the car, absolutely. Uh, the powertrain, 160 horsepower, uh, 1.4 multi-air turbocharged engine. That's about 80 horsepower more than what's in the base car in Europe. Um, you know, we're starting at, at really good, that's our base engine in the car. Then. Simple things like all-season tires, that's the standard here in Europe. It's summer tires and winter tires. So you have to go in, tune the car, do all these things to bring it up to what the market, what the market really wants here. And then, you know, we go through all the details of even the material selections on the seats, the tuning, suspension ride of the car. We went to frequency-sensitive dampers on the car to be able to deal with American potholes. By the way, you can watch that entire show on our website at Autoline.tv right now. Also, after the show was over, we asked Art to draw the names for the order of tomorrow night's Autoline Automotive Fantasy Draft. Amazingly, Art picked my name first for my imaginary car company called Dymaxian Motors. Chubba Chubba is up next with Cheetah Motors. Then comes Chris Pockert from Autoblog with Midi Motors and Joe White from the Wall Street Journal with Rat Rod Global. The whole idea, of course, is for us to choose which automotive executives, dead or alive, we would want running our car companies. The fun starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow night, right here at Autoline.tv. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.